spidey senses tingling. He's the host that if, God forbid, you don't know about something that's recent, he will call you aloof and come at you like a spider monkey. He's slim. This is the Paper Keg Podcast, episode 206. Welcome, Welcome. to the show. Uh, paperkeg.com. You know, way back when, we used to write comic book articles. And that was the dream. And then we turned it into a podcast. And we're just three fathers. Uh, we used to be four. He's dead now. We get together and talk about a comic book. IDW. Wild. Blue. Yonder. And then we'll read your letters live to close out the show. Letters at paperkeg.com. You know, this is one of the biggest shows we've ever done. Can I be honest with you? One of the biggest. No lie. Tell them. Tell them. We just did. Biggest show. We have some, some larger-than-life hosts. First one. Just got a brand new car. Celebrating it tonight. New to me. He's a writer. Fact. Unpublished. He's never been published, but that doesn't stop him. You know, from putting that pen to paper. I don't even think he writes anymore. I think he gave up a long time ago. In my heart. Josie loves beer. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. Point of fact, if I'm published by the, the website I'm a member of, does it count as being published? We're back to the drawing board. I don't know. I think there was a, there was a big point of contention way back where now deceased former host Mark Farrington was published in a magazine before Jonesy Loves Beer. Do you remember that, Jonesy? Yeah, it was Rations Magazine, an internet uh, magazine by uh, Zeronius. At Zeronius on Twitter? Every, Not that I remember. Every, were every noun... You just said is completely <laughs> false information. I think <laughs> it was definitely Rations Magazine, and it was definitely curated by Zeronius. I, I, I know that know to be if that's fact. accurate at all. Mm. Google it, Rations Magazine. Jesse, why don't you Google that for you us? Rations Zeronius editor, and then let us know how what comes Matt back. Double H. <laughs> I don't know what you're trying to He's say. He's a guys. father. Uh, that's Jonesy. Now let's move on. We have one Googling this final right now. living host, VP of merch. There's been rumors about T-shirts on the internet. My you know, heaven. maybe some kind of hot red. You know, who knows? There's been rumors of a mm. of a, a second 2015 meetup. Oh man, I don't even our pre-show discussions. I mean, they they were on fire today, guys. I got to tell you, it was scorching. You know, looking at Dale's. He's got a PK calendar, exchange calendar that he shared with us that we were looking over, seeing some of his mm-hmm. options for the year. Unbelievable. It's looking pretty good. It's, you know, you would think after four years doing this, four and a half years, you know, 
we'd, we'd be petering out soon, but no. No. Not the PK train. Never. You never stop, Dale. You don't stop. Can't stop. <laughs> White lines <laughs> blow away. Anywho, you're Dale underscore A. You're a father. You're a VP of many titles. Welcome back to the show. It feels great to be back. You know, I almost just didn't make it. Tonight. Really? I, Tell me about it. I uh, I was tasked with taking the pool cover off of my pool for the first time in three years. And when I was done, it felt like <laughs> I got done doing a session of CrossFit. I, I don't even know. My body just can't <laughs> handle uh, low to mid-level bending down and pulling springs up from the ground. Wait, so the thing hasn't been on off of your pool in three years? No, well, you no, haven't this, done it in three years. No, it hasn't been off. I mean, there's a full-on ecosystem in that pool. It hasn't been off for three years. I can't. I mean, what, what are we going to pay the electric on that thing? Is there like, Good did Lord. like when you pulled it off, did the fish king that had been living and building a society underneath that tarp welcome you, or did you welcome him? What happened there? Oh no, he is waiting down in the depths where I can't see. Mm. He's down there, mm-hmm. but I just haven't seen him yet. He's waiting for me to uh, get down close with the skimmer so he can reach out with his shrimp hands like in Beetlejuice and grab me by the face (laughs) yanking me down there with him. It's bound to happen. He's like Pennywise the Clown from It. He just takes the shape of your worst fear. For the past two seasons, there's been about three or four softball-sized holes in the cover, so I can't imagine the dead frogs and whatnot has made their way. That water must be absolutely putrid. Uh, what yeah, was the smell like when you took that tarp off? It's been sitting I mean, there marinating for three years. As soon as I took it off, let's you know the the nat, the, the bug activity was heightened. <laughs> I wish I had the DEET sprayed all over me because it was. <laughs> I mean, and the only I, I, the only t- reason I took it off already is because the uh, we're getting the deck power washed, the concrete and Good stuff. So, so I had to take that off, you know, and it's just going to sit there for another. Two weeks. You know, we're going away this weekend. I don't have any time to open a pool this weekend. No. No. I, That's going to be the last thing on my mind as we're together. I'm, I am curious to know, you know, you mentioned that low to mid-level bending over slash exercise took a lot out of you, but, you know, we... I mean, it wasn't even exercise. I, I bent over and had to just yank on a couple spring-loaded straps, mm-hmm. and, I, like, I can barely sit up. I'm, like, propped against the back of this chair. How are you physically, mentally for, you know, the very first 6 a.m. run that's going to happen Saturday morning on our PK weekend getaway 2015? My God. Um, What's your mindset right now? Let me in. Let us in. We all want to know. Yeah, I need to know. What are you thinking right now? Honestly, what I'm thinking is I, I... can't believe the betrayal my body is right now. I have stamina ever since I've been on the elliptical, not so much recently, but I, my stamina is up there. I, I firmly believe I can at least jog for a while before, uh, you know, fake twisting my ankle on the, the, uh, the rudder <laughs> ruts of a, of, a, of, a, of a wagon wheel. Uh, rutted road in Amish country. Yeah, I'm just envisioning a, a, <laughs> like the the horse and buggy is going one mile an hour next to us, and you like accidentally <laughs> jump in front of it, or like you know that video online where the guy stops in front of a moving car and tries to pretend like he got hit. 
Like that's what I'm envisioning. <laughs> I'm picturing more Dale as like Marty McFly, where he's got the skateboard and he's hooking on the back of an Amish wagon mm-hmm. instead of running at all. One of them, one of the scene in, scenes in that movie frightened me is when he got hit by that car and his head hit the concrete. It was a really oh, yeah. violent scene. It he was. He could have cracked his skull open. <laughs> yeah. I just hope that doesn't happen with you during our, you know, our first run together Saturday. We'll, we'll see. I mean, who knows? Amish how, what, kids now, staring how out, far out at are me you guys from the back of their wagon. Yeah. So, Dale, you're going to run like a mile and a half out and then a mile and a half back? What's your plan? I've got my coach. My coach is going to, you know, help probably help me gauge what I can do. We'll see where the wind takes us. That's what it comes down to. I mean, I'm a mile and a half. Water. Like, why not a mile out? You know, that's what I always say, a mile out. You know, out. we could go a half mile out. We come back. We'll see. It's all yeah. going to be about how we feel together as one, you know, on that Amish road called life. The uh, Shady Maple Drive, I'm sure. It's going to be It's going to be spectacular. Regardless. What if we just run to a, a smorgasbord? Mm-hmm. You know? Either. Butter crocks at the table. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, we ask him for a cup of butter, and we just wash that down after a long run. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Free bread. I just like the fact he said crock, <laughs> a crock of butter. We have keeping a, it authentic. We have a huge show to get to. We have Wild Blue Yonder from IDW. You know that'll that'll be that's our book club ne- next week. Uh, let's let's just announce next week's book right now. Huge. This was a uh, the comic book shop in Delaware pick. Hickmania mm, will wait. once again run wild on this show. <laughs> we should hear that that noise, that exertion from Dale. <laughs> <laughs> Secret Warriors. There you have it. Ooh, there I'm it is. sure they're gonna. She's gonna hate me for. Probably because we're just going to do the first volume. I'm sure. I don't know how how many issues is the run. Maybe we can fit it in. Maybe we try to do all of it. We're recording this like two minutes after we just did episode mm-hmm. two hundred five, yeah. so we, we have might time. have some time. I think there's thirty or forty issues in that run. Oh, <laughs> let's all get to reading we'll this see. weekend. Prepare to meet Kali in hell with Hickmania and Paper King. Oh, boy. Should we get to the book club? Wild Blue Yonder from IDW. Jonesy loves beer, please. From the depths of Kickstarter comes another comic gem from IDW. Uh, Wild Blue Yonder is, think of Mad Max, but for planes instead of cars. And you would have Wild Blue Yonder. It's I'm trying to think of a good comparison. You remember the Disney show Tailspin? Of course. Where, you know, everybody like lived in the sky and everybody had, you know, jets and planes and airships. Think of that as a dark version of Tailspin, but the people are people instead of characters from the Jungle Book. And you would have Wild Blue Yonder. Uh, the central character is a ace pilot named Cola. She's the daughter of uh, like an what I assume is like an ex admiral. They have this um, not legendary ship called the Dawn, but I, I would think mythic at this point in post apocalyptic Earth. Uh, it's basically um, uh, the helicarrier from Shield, but it runs on uh, solar energy, 
so it never needs to refuel. And that's the that's the main antagonist of um, this volume is a uh, a character called the Judge who basically has this massive air fleet and they go from mining town to mining town basically taking all that's left of the coal and gas to keep these planes in the air. So we find Cola, uh, crack pilot of the dawn, uh, in search of a gun. And a gun is is basically a person who will strap on a jetpack and uh, help a pilot clear the the airways of fighters. So, you know, as you're in a dogfight, this gun will rocket over to the ship chasing you and with a hand axe will kill the pilot. So basically it's a it's a disposable position, but it gets you out of the mining culture and the radiation storms that plague the earth. So she finds a gun uh named Tug, that's his uh his moniker, and she takes him back to the dawn. And the first part of the volume is basically about Tug getting on with the crew and kind of learning the aspects of the family. You get uh, introduced to quite a variety of uh, uh, characters that really jump the tropes of the genre. And then the big twist in the middle is you find out that Tug is really a spy for the judge. And Tug is, you know, let's say his heartstrings are being tugged in a different right. direction <laughs> and <laughs> extraordinaire and uh he you know eventually falls for cola and decides that the dawn is his home and you know he he picks basically the dawn's crew over the judge's crew and then you know they face off at the end and uh in the climactic air battle um Really, quite depressingly, the last fu- the last of the fuel on Earth is destroyed midair, and the Dawn is left as the only ship in the air that can fly, seemingly to repopulate the planet with just the crew as they fly off into the sunset. Wild blue yonder. I, uh, for me, I didn't quite take it as they were the last. But they were the most like they were the just featured in this story. But it's very possible they were the last. But I, I mean, not to talk about just the ending up front, but I was I was led to believe that yeah, you because know, there's that scene where the judge basically says this mine is empty, so you're all going to stay here and die because there's no fuel left to keep my air fleet mm-hmm. going anywhere on the planet. So like I I took this as the last arc. In a long world of this kind of storytelling. Can you just, I mean, the, maybe the guys, they took a, uh, an often used, uh, you know, the outline for a, a setting of a world, but just the concepts that they came up with and j- like what you just said, the, you know, the, the guys in the mine were just trying what they could, you know, mining what fuel they could for, uh, you know, a flying fleet. Like, you can't touch the ground. Your safest bet is in the air, and most of your, your, uh, you know, 99.9% of all of your methods of staying in the air, just fossil fossil fuel burning aircraft. It's just, it's incredible. Which is insane, because they, they 
basically explained to you that fossil fuel uh, exploitation is the reason everybody had to escape the planet in the first place. Mm-hmm. And so there, I mean, this is a pretty much a, like a huge critique on the way we as the world treat our, you know, energy resources in a cool mm-hmm. comic book steampunk fashion. But, but these are the, uh, this, now this is the crew who did the stuff of legend, I believe. It was at right. least, um, Mike Rach. I think he was the the like uh, words writer, mm. and then there was another story credit for Austin Harrison, and then mm. Zach Howard, his art. My lord, I tell yeah. you, if you're reading this digitally, do yourself a favor, and if you're reading Guided View, make sure you zoom out on every page mm. you can, because yeah, Guided View does to. not do Zach Howard's art justice in this the the uh the 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 art the inking the colors everything the whole team just unstoppable this this arc is just gorgeous comic book making they i'll tell you this splash pages yeah. reminded me of uh as a kid having like magazine size books and having the trifold layout and you just had to like go sector by sector picking out everything you all the detail mm-hmm. you possibly could amazing art and it's it's a true talent of a comic book artist if they can draw that much going on in one page and have it still look like the same thought and i mean the the, the detail in his drawing is just remarkable but i think it's easy for us to say that now as it is a collected work and this started as a kickstarter and there were there definitely were some delays between the single issues being released. So I mean, it does give reason for him to have so much detail in those pages. Like I don't know if he could d- pull this off in like every thirty days an issue has to come out. Mm-hmm. I just I feel like it's almost impossible because the the pages are so gorgeous. And I think the first time I saw his work was in the Cape from Joe Hill. I think IDW uh-huh. did that as well. Okay, where that kid had this you know, um, blanky that he had growing up, but it gave him the ability to fly whenever he wore it. And he, and like what effect that had on this kid, uh, growing up really just a chilling, (laughs) chilling book, not as probably people would expect, but Zach Howard in this book is just like a revelation, his art. Like I, I just want him to get like so Mm -hmm. many art gigs ever forever. It's yeah. just so good. The just everything he does is spectacular because he does he, you know, he does people. He illustrates people and he makes them look different and he makes them look like they're I don't know, like voluminous. I, I like I don't I don't know what the word is, but they just look so three dimensional and they look like they have, you know, substance to their body parts and stuff, like their hands are, it's kind of like a more of a chunky style, like maybe a Umberto Ramos or a Ryan Stegman mm-hmm. style, but like they're just each individual person has like a style guide and, and he sticks to it and they look spectacular. And then also the aircraft Cola's airplane is just the most beautiful thing in the sky, even though it looks like it's, you know, definitely something from Waterworld or like it's it's old and it's decrepit and it's on its last legs, but it's just gorgeous up in the sky against 
the skyline and the and the colors in the sun and it's it's he he just does it all the mechanical workings of the mines and you know the crappy you know the crappy bar that cola lands to find a new a new gun the mm-hmm. whiskey bar it, it just it all looks fantastic yeah i thought it was great too that the only places where people were on the ground were like you know the top of mount everest there's a bar there or like you know mm-hmm. just throwing that name out there it wasn't everest but the last place on earth yeah the and the other mine was was also just like the top of a mountain so there, there's nobody on like ground level and i also really liked how you know as the story progressed this is the first time i've actually finished wobbly yonder since the delays like the the issue the final issue finally came out was this hardcover release and I was curious what the resolution would be because Tug is, you know, as Jonesy said, kind of working for the man, the evil group, which, you know, you don't really, the people there probably don't even know that they're evil outside of the kooky leader. No, I mean, Tug even says, you know, he got hundreds of people to safety he kind of killed a, a a negligent former commander and saved hundreds of lives. Like to him or to Tug, this guy's a hero. Yeah, and it's I mean it's just and it's part of the, like the world building. You're in charge of people's survival. You have to make the tough decisions. You might have to be the d bag. It's it's crazy to think about. Mm-hmm. And I like that that explanation because they catch Tug like. Um, sending coordinate information back to his bosses, and he they like they catch him and he explains himself. He's like, "I'm sorry, but I didn't know like you you people were like this. You know, I mm-hmm. didn't know what family was like because I never had it before. So he thought that what he had, you know, with the the judge was it, and that was like the best it could be." And then he discovered this group and he was like, ah, crap, which I thought was a, you know, a cool twist because he did make a connection with Cola and I thought Cola's character was so great too. Oh yeah. She was, she was amazing. I mean, she, she's got the dynamic of her mom as the commander of the dawn and she's the, she was uh, raised to be a fighter by her dad who was a pilot and she, uh, she just believes in tug. Like I, I, I love how, it didn't get too hairy with, uh, you know, her being completely, like, turned off by Tug after she found out he was a, a, a turncoat. Mm-hmm. And, like, I love the st- how the story just carried on, and she had so much belief in everybody, and she just wanted to help everybody, and she wasn't able to make the hard decisions, and her mom had to do that, and it was tough because it just, it, you know, there was so much tension there. Cola, Cola was fantastic. She's such a like the best fighter pilot ever, and that beautiful plane of hers. And reminded me of uh, Starbuck. Maybe that's why I liked her from Battlestar mm-hmm. Galactica. Yeah, I forgot you had that thing for <laughs> Starbuck. Never forget, Jensi. <laughs> uh, let's see what what other things really jumped at me. I loved, um, and of course, I want to say his name and just get, who was the other gun? The guy Scram. who had the hand axe. Scram. One of, uh, like, when you could tell when you have a good fantasy world and a good cast, when a background character can stand out in every scene you put him in. I mean, we really don't know Scram's backstory. I think it's a, it's a one-liner 
you know, he wanted to be a gun since he was a kid. You know, he's, you know, the best we have. But then every time he's on the page, like you feel drawn to Scram and what he's doing because he's just such mm-hmm. a bad A. And every cast, every fantasy cast needs the, you know, no story bad A who can just get stuff done when, you know, the the, the clock's ticking. And I just thought it was great that, that I could connect with this world that they had made. And even though you can draw a lot of parallels to other fantasy work, this really comes off as something unique and on its own. Mm-hmm. And I think that's hard to do nowadays. But I think that, I think they did it spot on. Yeah, just what they did and what they didn't have to do to keep and just keep it keeps your mind kind of curious about the world that they're in and the just the way they set up the world and le- just leaves all the unanswered questions about what's going on in the rest of the world and I mean Scram and these the guns for the dawn use hand axes and grenades and fling themselves towards oncoming enemy aircraft. It's just like such an absurd, awesome way to defend, you know, it's like a selfless thing. You're going to die. You, you are, you could get run over by an airplane, you know, run over or whatever, mid-air collision. It's just such an absurd occupation, but it's like the coolest thing ever. He looks cool with those flying goggles on, and it, it's... Hmm. What if we could get a Rocketeer Wild Blue Yonder <laughs> crossover? Maybe, maybe Scram is Scram Seacord. You know what I mean? Let's talk about, about that it. adorable dog that she had, too, with the, with the dog's goggles. Oh, that dog's the oh, best. Boy. Yeah, he, he never took the uh, the goggles off. It was so cute, Critter. Did you see the uh, the his the post at the, at the end? The end? Of the, oh, yeah, yeah, I did. That was brutal. I, I think that was probably the, the hardest part of the book to read. Critter was based on a real life dog of, of the writers uh, named Duke, and he was a he got old and he passed away like mid writing the comic. So they had a little tribute page to Duke. It was cool, it was adorable. Uh, I want to give my dogs uh, flight goggles next time I see him. See what happens. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. I could just see Minotauro lose his ass <laughs> and just tear your house up. Probably crack another laptop. It's probably best not to think about it. You know, let's just right. just you know. First, Sloan clams up and doesn't say another word for the rest of the night. <laughs> oh boy! So, and I actually would be remiss to mention um, the after the, it was like one of the few Kickstarters were backed in the last few years because I was banned from backing Kickstarters by my wife because <laughs> nothing ever happened with them. But I actually met um, Austin Harrison. Well, at, um, maybe it was New York Comic Con. Someone had come up to our booth and, you know, was interested in finding a certain book on the app because he was excited to see what it looked like digitally. And it turned out to be Austin. And I told him that I had backed the, or he asked if I'd heard of his book. And I was like, yeah, I backed it on Kickstarter. And he was like li- literally stunned that I knew Whoa. what his book was. And, on top of that, that I that I liked it enough to back it, and I remember that being such a like a rare thing at cons because I guess creators are just so used to it and they think like, oh yeah, cool, thanks for checking it out. But he was like really ecstatic Aww. to meet someone that liked his book, and I remember that was like a really cool moment uh, to share with the creator. So I this book has always stuck with me because he was genuinely 
you know, excited to talk to someone about the book. So I, I really am glad that this book came out and has a, you know, a really nice looking hardcover. Um, but yeah, this, this book, I just remember when it was coming out that I think the, the end of the first issue had the sun, the sunset sunrise scene with the two of them on the bottom of the plane. Boy. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. That was splash page Boy. right there. Get that framed, put that in them, you know, in an office somewhere. Tell you what. Mm. And, and you know, Both. not for nothing, I get, I get, I perfectly, I'm perfectly fine with the story, but this, this book was so ready for, you know, reunited love at the end. Like, it could have worked out. I I actually thought he was going to show up at the end of the so book. So did I, yeah. But it just turned out to be Cole on that page, and I was like, well, is he, is he alive? And I was like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. It was cool. I mean, I, I I'm fine with it. I'm complete. But it's like if there was anything, it, if there was anything, I would change or it, like it, the book was was so fitting for because it never got like super duper duper depressing. So it was always ready for like that awesome surprise. So they could you know, be or even maybe an alternate ending where Tug shows up and carries you onto the bottom of the plane, and you guys watch the sunset. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, it's just that would be beautiful. Just the splash page of me and him. <laughs> Dale would be like, Dale would be like the mechanic, the hard bit mechanic yeah. Yeah. on the ship who is like dressed like the goon <laughs> and has like a three XL long wrench that he carries over one shoulder. Oh my god! And just ca- you know walks around. Picture- Imagine me <laughs> as as drawn by Zach Howard. I kind of pictured Dale as the you know, embittered dishwasher that can't stand how people never wash dishes and it's his job to do it late at night. <laughs> oh, everybody's running off the jump of yeah, their planes. Oh, as soon always, as there's dishes, know, they'd like, be done. They're, always they're off. always cursing under his breath. Everyone's having fun but him. Uh, Dale, we're being boarded. Oh, of course we are. There's work to be done. We're definitely <laughs> getting surprise. boarded. People are going to be boarding. I guess no one else is going to be doing the dishes, huh? Turns around. That. <laughs> <laughs> Fake lunging for the dirty dishes. Oh, let me, let me get... <laughs> I'll get that. <laughs> Obviously, based on my expertise of my year washing dishes when I was 15 at Flick's Cafe, you know, they, they, that's why they keep me around for and keep me part of society on the dawn. So, you know, I'm not I sure if you, you realize this, but Jonesy and I have an extensive history ourselves working at a cafe, oh, washing see? dishes yeah. and making sandwiches. I, the reason I wash dishes is because Matt just didn't show up for work one day. Oh, so you you were moved into and, that, and then I took his job. One of the absolute worst jobs I've ever had in my entire life was <laughs> going to wash dishes after school, riding my bike to wash dishes. Oh man, yeah, staying I, until oh, like man. one a.m. And the wait the waitresses would just never wash a dish all day. Cafe That's opened rough. at nine. I showed up at three. Every mm-hmm. single dish that had been touched all day was stacked. Yeah, st- yeah like I mean, no wonder you left feet above the sink. Not even scraped. Yeah, there'd be oh, like yeah, half, yeah. half, half scraping meal still on a plate in the sink. Like, why would you put that in the sink? You know? I always strictly worked weekend mornings, so I would go in at like 8 or 9, and, and if the place opened at 5.30 or 6 for the, you know, the, the breakfast rush, just piles and piles of pancake syrup, like sandwiched together plates with pancakes and syrup in between. Oh, yeah. They're just like, oh, there you are. We need some uh, glasses real quick while... Uh, you're hanging your coat up while the, uh, the side door uh, is open during winter and your cracked hands <laughs> get even cr- more cracked. We need some glasses real quick, please. 
if you're just joining us, this is the Paper Keg Podcast where we talk about doing <laughs> yeah. dishes. I mean, why would you ever need to see a half a BLT floating around in a sink? <laughs> it's disgusting. Yeah. And the water would go black yeah. by Jet the time black. you were done. Like you, you would put like four sanitizing tablets in like the sanitizing mm-hmm. sink. And you'd be like, maybe we should go five tablets today because I'm not really even sure that that's, that that's getting anything done. Oh, boy. Those were the days. Those were the awful, yeah. amazing days, you know, that, that forged this mm. ironclad friendship that Jonesy and I have today. Mm. Then And then in between, you know, before all the dishes got done, maybe they needed to get my uh, dry, cracked hands peeling some boiled potatoes that were still hot because they were running out of home fries. <laughs> so I'd take my puffy... Puffy, gross, white so hands. And, uh, Did they also just like come back and like spray like lighter fluid on your back and then light it on fire to, <laughs> to play jokes on you while you're washing dishes? And you're <laughs> like, right. ah, real funny. My back's on fire, guys. Yeah. That's fine. No, that's fine. That's... I'll just wash that. I'll just wash Damn my that. back when I'm done washing all these dishes. Wild blue yonder. So, uh, you know, anyway, thanks to the crew of the Dawn, at least I have a, you know, a position. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they thought, that guy could take some abuse. Yeah. He should be on this. If he's talking about us, he's only doing it to himself, so we can deal with it. We got your letters. I'm gonna open them up. Farrington's gonna read them to you. Mm, to you. Open them up. Just notice that part. You know, 205 <laughs> episodes, I'm discovering some new parts of that intro. <laughs> oh. I can't wait to Dale redoes those sounders. I tell you what. I'm hoping if I just say it every week, mm-hmm. it'll happen. Uh, so, longtime listener, uh, supreme friend of the show, has not written in a while, but here he is. Catcher corresponds with us this evening. And uh, the subject is in regards, I'm sorry for the length. Uh, Hey, gents. I've been meaning to email the show to congratulate you on reaching 200 episodes and let you know what the show continues to mean to me, but I hadn't figured out how until Monday night. I am extremely close with my younger, world-traveling, superstar, chef brother, and I was lucky enough to have him back in Toronto for the last year living with me. On Tuesday night, he left for Australia. I have said bye to him many times, and it's usually a simple case of hugs and good wishes. On Monday night, however, I went home after saying goodbye, and I found myself alone on the couch, sobbing like a newborn. Finding myself in need of a friendly hug, I loaded up the latest episode of Paper Keg and let Jonesy Love Beer's angelic voice calm my sorrows. Thank you, Paper Keg. Thank you for being there every Monday or Tuesday. Thank you uh, thank you for your continued devotion to your own friendships and the podcasts that stem from it. Thank you for providing a show that constantly feels fresh and evolves to benefit the listener and not yourselves. Thank you for continually carrying the torch for comics and finding something new to read every week. And finally, thank you for not firing Jonesy and giving him a chance to make something of himself. Uh, raising a glass to Slim, not canceling for another 200 episodes. Uh, that's from Catcher, our dear friend, uh, Michael Santee. Catcher, you may know him on the Twitters. Uh, fantastic guy. We love him a lot. And he writes, P.S. Uh, I had to mention Dale somewhere. Love you, man. I love you. 
So uh, it just in case you didn't know what a stand-up guy catcher is, there was an occasion where one of the hosts was intoxicated and was throwing up into a a Wawa, uh, you know, plastic bag, and catcher, dear friend, took the bag, wiped this host down. <laughs> And and gave him a fresh bag to continue vomiting mm-hmm. in, yeah. And then didn't feel right about leaving back to Toronto unless that host was okay. I mean, man, what a stand-up guy! Yeah, I remember my uh, favorite story of catcher is when we left him waiting at the train station while Jonesy was drinking multiple beers <laughs> and shots of Tullamore Dew because Thirtieth uh, Street t- train station is what. 10 minutes away from here, he would say. As uh... <laughs> Look, it's chronicled that I have no concept of time or distance. <laughs> well chronicled. I remember yeah. that that was the week, uh, we, remember the weekend before that was the one where Jonesy thought it was a good idea to go to the comic book shop the day of the meetup and then go bet on some horses. And right. we had all agreed that we would have like a toast just between the three of us at, before everyone got to the meetup. And I think you guys right. were like two hours late. So I toasted myself. Uh, like an hour. And oh, now listen, who missed the host toast this time? I was there. You could have uh, waited for us. me. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think I was no. even on time. I was on time, too. You guys just did it without me. It's fine. It's not I mean, a big deal. It's not, like uh, you know. it's not like we haven't done 205 episodes of a show. You know, you could wait five minutes for somebody. You were, you were late, <laughs> but that's fine. I gotta be the you know the speaker of truth here, but anyway, catcher, uh, we love you, man. You have done more for us. That uh, if if our lazy butts recording a podcast is uh, a way to pay you back, then yeah, that's like we love you, man. You have done so much for us, and a lot of logos, a lot of drawings, logos, a lot of expensive trips down Twitter south icons. to come see us. You know, Gen Z's almost being you know wanted federally, federales, but yeah, for like four speeding tickets in the state of New York, maybe wiping vomit off my guy. chin, <laughs> uh, like a pair of uh, mime hands from the back seat, reaching up <laughs> around. I gotta tell you, when you we pulled into my driveway and I tried desperately to get you into that house. And you you were in the passenger seat. He's like, Dale, you want to you want to walk in? And he just goes, No, I don't even remember. Well, <laughs> right I back asleep. I remember that. I just remember like dreaming about <laughs> this weird kind of Is that the avalanche <laughs> turn signal? It was something because I woke up like sick as an effing dog, and it was I don't know six a.m. And there was something in the neighborhood making that noise. That was the only sound in the whole neighborhood. <laughs> and like I was just, I couldn't even move my head. And James, it comes out maybe a half hour later. I just had to leave you in here because you wouldn't come in the house. And that's in the passenger seat of the avalanche. Rest in peace. <laughs> did they find like vomit residue in the oil tank? Is that maybe what did that truck in? That's what caused the uh, piston lifter yeah. to go. Comments, common. Dale Vom through the dashboard into the motor. <laughs> it's a, com- it's a common thing in that model. We all we've all heard those <laughs> stories. The recalls. I mean, it's it. There's a GM bulletin, uh, you know, out yeah. about it now. Don't let your friends puke. Uh, vomit direct flow issue. Nineteen. <laughs> what a show! 
Fantastic guy. Love Catcher. Love that guy to death. Next week, a vague amount of issues from Secret Warriors. We'll let you know. Hickmania. Running wild once more all over us. PK Lancaster weekend 2015, just days away. Actually, it's already happened at this point, if, right? If, it if was you're listening to this, it's already happened, and Dale has successfully completed a three mile run, 3.11 mile run. 3.12. Thank you in advance for your congratulations, post congratulations, <laughs> show congratulations. I'm glad you enjoyed my periscope of the run. Uh, archive it for future use. Yeah. So I did some some quick Amazon searching. Secret Warriors Volume One: Nick Fury, Agent of Nothing is uh, issues one to six. That's not enough. We got to go and more. That's enough, man. We got to go more, go higher. We got no we got no reading time this week. No reading time. Yeah, man. We got, what are you thinking? You guys all read the day of like <laughs> gangsters. <laughs> I read Wild Blue Yonder on we're Monday. Not reading it. We're not recording until eight days from now. Yeah, mm-hmm. you have all. Yeah, of, you have them, all. We're of, not going to read. You know, uh, you're up and well, actually, like, you go to bed at like six p.m. on that lazy boy that I'm we had older. last year. You were I'm asleep older, while so I think people mad. were eating dinner. Are we? Were we staying in the same house? Because <laughs> that place is well appointed. So you'll have Monday through Wednesday. To read. Yeah, it looks like there was uh, 28 issues in the Secret World. Oh, run. boy, that's doable. What? Stop what? right there. That's Stop doable. it. In three days, you guys are going to start on Wednesday for a Thursday 28 recording. 28 issues. You know? Just saying we think about it. I, I'm, I'm think. I mean, the comic book shop in Wilmington, Delaware, official show sponsor, has been rooting for us to do this entire run. Mm-hmm. Can, can I can, can I be the can I be the Dale voice in this conversation, baby? Yeah, you know, aka the voice of reason. Why don't we pick something different for next week, and then we'll have an entire week he's bound, after he's pulling, he's pulling the record. What if we don't record on Thursday? Maybe we record on Saturday. So wait, what? What day? Yeah, Saturday. No, come on, babe. <laughs> Saturday. What's wrong with Saturday? What about Sunday? What's wrong with What's Sunday? Wrong what do you do Saturday? Saturday nights? You know, that's my night to be with my fam, bro. We never record until the family's asleep anyway. Saturday's out. Recording you know, Saturday. We don't have to do Saturday. I'm sorry I pushed and prodded you on Saturday. It was a it was a I mistake. Thought, you know what? Look, I don't want to think I'm hold, I don't want to hold anybody back. If Saturday is the do day, Sunday. then I'm okay you with know, that. You know, if you need that ample extra time, you know. We may. I mean. 28 
issues. I, I mean, okay, like, all right, let's do it. Oh my god, what let's, are we doing? Let's pull the trigger. Twenty eight issues, and we're doing Thursday. Here. I can't let's, believe let's Jonesy up. just switched like that immediately. He romped. He went from six heart. issues to twenty eight issues. <laughs> romped. <laughs> Let's do it. Twenty eight issues. We record next Thursday. Whoa! Get now you're just, okay. your now you're, you're just eat your Wheaties. Get your big boy pants on, <laughs> Jonesy. As Jonesy is... like has a blood curling up his throat. <laughs> get your big boy pants on. <laughs> next Thursday. That was my stroke next Wednesday. <laughs> better be done. You guys want to record Monday? You guys want to record Monday? <laughs> Listen, if that's what you want, there's you better take two trips on that quiet car, babe. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. When Josie is so pleased with himself because he does this thing with his hands, yeah, yeah. And he like yes, he yes. rubs his fingers together like it's like there's money it's in between like, his. Fingers. I think he rolls his mason ring in his finger like with his thumb. I don't know what it is, but if anybody watches the YouTube's, they could you could definitely confirm every that's time a, he's feeling. Dale, froggy. that's exactly what I do. But he did it with his other exactly hand. What the I other do. hand didn't have a ring on it, so I don't know. I now I have my oh, wedding yeah, ring on this go. side. I switch it up. I'm just saying. Just let's, hell. let's face facts here. Let's <laughs> all get on. Let's all get on the level right now and admit that, in all likelihood, Dale will not finish by Thursday. Yeah, <laughs> you're absolutely right. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> if we have to push it to Saturday or Sunday, let's do it. I'm okay with a tentatively. I'm okay with a Sunday. Issues. I'm okay with a Sunday recording. Ruck a keg. We want to ruck a keg this bad boy hard. Oh, my God. (laughs) This is why I love the new format. I mean, you couldn't get this if we had to uh, obligate ourselves to two two more issues. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Yeah, we, we need to we need to up the ante. You text uh, Scotty Young right now. Tell him he's in. He's got to read all twenty eight issues for Sunday live. Night We're live on the air. Let's shoot this firecracker out into the stratosphere. Let's go. I'm this ready. Only, only I'm time Jonesy tries to produce your show is live, <laughs> verbally commi- <laughs> making commitments so people can hear for other people. Uh, kidding. We do need Who to. Uh, we do need to get Scotty back on. He needs, he's got to pick the book club, and we'll have him back on. Yeah, we got to do the uh, issue, volumes two through nine of Pluto. Oh, <laughs> did you just uh, complete over there, Slim? Just press flowers with your. <laughs> we also have to go back to Miracle Man oh and maybe read so the next books. two mm. trades of that. Mm, you know, maybe we go back to Swampy. We only mm. did the first volume, right? Mm-hmm. We did only do the first volume. He has so many issues that. You know, I envision mm. us doing like Talk to a complete your album episode where we just complete the Saga of the Swamp Thing run or we just complete Oh my Pluto. God. That is the best gimmick that you have just thought of you right know. now. Pluto's doable. Saga of the Swamp mm. Thing, we couldn't do it justice, I don't think. I don't think, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. We need The future of the show looks so bright, doesn't it? I mean, <laughs> maybe we just do four, uh, five episodes in a row, Saga of the Swamp Thing. Oh my God. Can you imagine? What well, there's a show precedent. We did it for a Whedon's run on um, Astonishing you know, X Men. Good grief, Almighty Whedon Keg. We had to, we had to do it for. We should do it for a summer month. The summer you know, like summer hot, swampy swampy August. 
Summer of Swamp thing. Su- there you go. We just Summer coined of it. Swampy. You know, you get swampy. We'll get mm-hmm. swampy with you. Yeah. My pool is swampy. Mm. It's a theme. You know, there's other things but that it's are swampy. Slim, it's okay if you produce on the air. We all know you can produce <laughs> live on the air. I'll just keep my big fat mouth shut. <laughs> so you know what you're missing here, listeners, is this conversation would usually be in a Google Hangout where I would be mercilessly right. trolled. Jersey trying to like, text and walk the his you know supposed central operating center mm. and text you know, at he, the same time. Walking. He's got he just got nine hours ago. He just got served a laptop and he's not having any of it. Mm. He can't respond in another twelve hours. You know, he comes in and says, "Oh, I'm getting trolled. I'm out of here." And that's that. <laughs> <laughs> I still have that laptop. It's in the corner. I think it's dead. Oh boy. I don't think I plugged in, in the a while. thing. The thing when you know Slim Live produces on the air is he's not inviting randos to come on <laughs> and uh, like <laughs> randos. Scotty, you hear that? Your best friend on the planet, Dale underscore. I just called no, you I a did, rando. I, that wasn't just a, 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 a you know a, 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 was an example. An example, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's classic Jonesy. <laughs> yeah. Changing course, changing course <laughs> midstream, changing paper keg course. Jonesy loves backpedaling. So, so let's do it. 28 issues. Summer of oh Swampy. Gosh. Summer of Swampy. Uh, when will we start? You want to start? Uh, how many five, volumes do we have? Do five we have to volumes complete? to go. We did volume one already. All right. So it's going to be five weeks. Do it. So is five there, Is there a summer month that has five weeks in it? Can I'm, you get I'm your uh, abacus um, out? Um, July, I think. <laughs> Uh, July we're already has out. one, two, three, four, five weeks. You already oh, July. July. So wait, the shows would post. Uh, no, no, uh, no, it wouldn't work because it would post the sixth, the thirteenth, the twentieth, twenty seventh, or it would and then post August, uh, the twenty ninth. We could start it. Oh yeah, that's we could end that. two shows in one week. No, twenty ninth, sixth, thirteenth, twentieth, twenty seventh. Are we looking twenty ninth of June? Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Start at the end of the mm. month and then go into July. Can you feel it inside us right now? I'm, I'm you with you. It? I'm how down. Would, how would you know, f- listener reaction be? I mean, they got to deal with a month of paper keg. Listen, this is what's a what's that new thing? If you like it, tweet us. Swap yes. <laughs> if you don't swap, no. Isn't that what people do now? This is that. See, this I got is my that, pants this off. Is some more of that live production from <laughs> Josie Loves Beer. <laughs> <laughs> Stellar. I don't know why I don't do this full time. <laughs> Jensi's still on that high from when he hosted that episode and he did amazing. You know, we gotta bring that back. Maybe Jensi's gotta host, okay. maybe Jensi should host the Secret Warriors episode. He'd be perfect for if it. If you want to throw that gauntlet down, I will I will host. Now there was some contention because I picked custom music for my hosting duties. Who was con- who was, so who was tweet, contending? Tweet custom yes or custom no. <laughs> <laughs> we got any tweets yet for about Swamp Yes, Gen Z? What's the status uh, on your social negative. media initiative no, here? No, <laughs> no Swamp tweets. Uh, Do we have we any KPIs it. that you can uh, bring some data to the table? We can review things. I'm sorry, a what? A KPI? Is that a King, King Pressure Index? That's right, index? King Pressure Index on the social media. <coughs> it's definitely an index. Am I right? No. My, my wife just texted me to shut <laughs> up because <laughs> I made too loud. A time to be alive. What a time. 
<laughs> we also had uh, we had two other books. Oh yeah, we could we could make this happen for Swampy. I'm just saying this could be the biggest month of our lives. Yeah. We can force people to buy Saga of the Swamp thing finally and read it. Let's just see what happens. See what happens. We'll see how Gen Z's vo- votes come in. You know? Swamp yes, Swamp no. Some are swampy. But, uh, <laughs> I mean... Okay. Yeah. Uh, get, get, hear, the, hear the voice of reason, please. Come on. Well, no, now All I'm right. thinking... Now that I'm thinking and doing math in my head... We're doing 28 issues of Secret Warriors in one episode, but we're doing 30 issues over spread over five episodes of Paper Keg. Maybe we like do two and two or three, three. I don't know. Um, I mean the the they're thick, and there's a lot to digest in those Swamp Thing volumes. That's true. We'll play it by ear. You know, if we if we find ourselves getting uh, feeling a little long in a tooth, we'll double up a week or two if we have to. Yeah, maybe after the second volume, we feel like we could maybe squeeze in more. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I mean, you know, it's our show. It is our show. We can do whatever the F we want. It was a great show. It felt great. What did you read this week? Gen Z Loves Beer. Uh, I finished Carrie Andrews' uh, Iron Fist oh, run. Oh, man, I still have to read the last two issues. I bet you it... finished. Yeah, I did. You better believe it. <laughs> He's wearing that Bruce Lee jumpsuit on the cover. Hello. I doing did. things in my nethers. <laughs> uh, um, if you found that tweet of, uh, comment offensive, <laughs> tweet nethers no on social media. <laughs> Shh, don't make me laugh. I'm already in trouble. Uh, did you read it was great. Did you read Airboy? I did not. What's Airboy? Oh, did that come boy. out in the app this week? Oh. I, don't, I haven't downloaded anything that came out on Wednesday. You know, on that other podcast I do, I was in Chicago. Doing live interviews on Twitch. C2 that number number one. We got to get on Twitch, I tell you. Set it up. You're the VP of uh, product. I'll yeah. email somebody from you know my paper cake account. It's got to mean something. To something. <laughs> uh, so I, we interviewed James Robinson, and he told us about this book that he was doing called Airboy. That he said, you know, we did a bunch of drugs one weekend, and we. Wow. We met this Airboy person. We couldn't. We weren't sure if it was real or not, so we turned it into a comic book. So that's what the first issue is. It's like the most meta comic book I've ever read. It opens up with James Robinson of Golden Age fame. Whoa. Is it like Grant Morrison meta, or is it good? No, this is like great meta. Okay. Starman? James Starman, Robinson? Starman, yeah. He Whoa. apparently was like hardcore alcoholic drugs. He's clean now. He told us that C2E2 was like clean for X amount of months. But... He went through a bad divorce. The book starts out with him on the phone with Eric Stevenson. I explained his Twitter for a time, I'll tell you what. And Eric Stevenson is telling him, he's like, I want you to write Airboy for Image. And, Eric, and Robinson's like, well, I don't know what that has to do with Airboy. And so he like, it's really funny, the conversation they have. James Robinson, the first page of the book is him taking a crap in a splash page. <laughs> on the phone with Eric Stevenson. <laughs> and so the book is like, he picks an artist and he, there's just so many in jokes. Like he's worried about being pigeonholed about being a golden age writer. He's like, nobody cares about my Batman stuff unless I'm killing him. I hate reboots. It's just really, really funny. And they go on a bender and accidentally, like they realize that they were accidentally did heroin and they meet Airboy at the end. It's so <laughs> funny. It's like, 
sex criminals, but instead of sex, it's like drug drugs and writer's block. Whoa. That sounds amazing. It's like the, uh, what's that uh, Johnny Depp movie? Blow. Right. No, the other one. Where there are no like, more uh, pretty white horses at my door. Benny and June. <laughs> you you stopped me dead in my tracks with that. What what age was that? Uh, no, the uh, the Vegas one. What's it called? Casino. The writer. Vegas Vacation. Yeah, yeah that, those are the ones. All right. I I you know it took me a second to realize you're trolling the f out of me, but I got it now. Okay, thanks. Are we sure it wasn't Vegas Vacation? I I go we. I mean, do you know? For sure. You guys just go right back to the troll well. You guys don't even have a, you know, get a third dimension, okay? <laughs> so anyway, Airboy's great, and I recommend it. It's my great. pick of the month. Pick of the year, could be. That's great. James Robinson's uh, The Shade was amazing. Yeah, this is unlike anything he's ever written before. Wow. I'm going to check that out. In lieu of comic books... I have not read. I, uh, my wife and I, made a late night jaunt last night to see the Entourage movie. What? I'm, I'm not going to apologize. I like Entourage. All right. So I went to see Thanks the Entourage coming, movie. Thanks for coming. <laughs> I went to see the Entourage movie, and it was great. So you didn't tweet about that? I noticed. I don't think. Right. Mm-mm. No, I didn't. Keep have a chance. Keep that one under your uh, hat. Well, I'm not dumb. Get lambasted on Twitter. <laughs> for some reason, people hate Entourage. I don't. I don't get it. But you know, I'm not setting myself up for that. That's like uh, I was a huge fan of uh, Jeremy Piven. Yeah, in that show, thought he was fantastic. I think you would like the. I don't movie. know that I ever found out how it ended. Wasn't the last season like filled with turmoil? It was. Yeah, it was weird. I mean, like production wise. Yeah, I think so. Maybe I'll have to. I maybe I'll flip on the old HBO Go and start catching up. Hmm. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> I'll support you, Dale. Noted, I'll stand with you. Noted Thanks, HBO shill, Dale underscore. <laughs> when he's not shilling, noted for Gumroad, entourage I, apologist. I'm trying to get our show. I'm trying to get our paper cake shilling somewhere. So you know, yeah, yeah. HBO Go is probably the number one place I'd want it. Uh-huh. Classic. You know, Classic. Have them animate us like that. Ricky Gervais show. Oh man, that would be f- behind the keg. Wouldn't that be amazing? Oh. That'd be pretty funny. I just imagine HBO call us. Maybe he Adam- could produce. You know, who Jeremy Pivens? Ricky Gervais. Ricky Gervais. <laughs> <laughs>